Once we make that act of love to God, we're able to receive fully the love that he wants to pour into us from all of eternity. And uh, then we have something to give to the rest of our relationships. Hi, I'm Colin, and welcome to The Tightrope, the podcast where we're looking for balance in the midst of our busyness and opportunity in the midst of our mess. I don't think any short podcast is going to give you balance and clarity forever and ever. My hope, though, is that each week we can help you to take a step forward. It's a good week to take a step forward in love. Of course, every week is a week to take a step forward in love because it's the meaning and goal and origin of our very existence. Since, as St. John tells us in 1 John 4, 8, God is love. But specifically, I know Friday is the Feast of St. Valentine. Uh, Liturgically, it's the Feast of St. Cyril and Methodius. Much love to them as well. But I'm actually talking about this more because today, the day of the release of this podcast, February the 10th, is the Feast of St. Scholastica. St. Scholastica is the patroness of the school where I teach, and not much is known about her historically, except that, according to Pope St. Gregory the Great, she could do more because she loved more. So I wanted to reflect a little bit on this uh, sort of mysterious quote from Pope St. Gregory about St. Scholastica, to do more because one loves more. Well, in order to dive into that, I think we have to define love. What is love? So resisting all the roller skating rink songs and like, baby, don't hurt me. And I just said it, but yeah. Love and the, the definition of love has been a preoccupation of our culture for a long time, and we're kind of confused about it. Love is seen as a feeling, although we know it's more than a feeling. More than a feeling. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm going to try to resist all that. But love is to will the good of another at its core. This is actually, in Greek, agape, to put one's self at the service of another um, as a pure gift. It is love like God loves. Love is also desire. It's not true that love is is just some cold act of the will. It's most fundamentally an act of the will, but love is also drawn to be with the other. And then we have this Greek word eros, which is the desire part of love. And Pope Benedict pointed out to us that there is a mad eros. There is a deep desire, a passion that God has for us. And so love is is both. The thing, though, of course, is that love must will the good of the other more than it wills to be with the other or else it ceases to be love, right? And if somebody said to you, hey, I want to be with you more than I want what's good for you, you should probably check out of that relationship or at least, um, you know, take a take a break while uh, the person figured out what they were really after. Unfortunately, though, a lot of our relationships are, are kind of infected by this going backwards. Of course, any act of unchastity fundamentally says, you know what? I want to be with you more than I want what's good for you. So, ouch, that's not good. That's where love becomes lust. So what does it mean to say that we can do more when we love more? I think it's that the real power of our humanity comes from being able to put ourselves at the service of the good of others. To love as God loves is the greatest act of empowerment of the human person. And I thought on this episode I would point out a couple of, of big ideas that that flow through the, the theology of the body of St. John Paul II and also through his book Love and Responsibility and also through the Second Vatican Council and the Gospel, and they're just three really good ideas. And uh, the first one is this, that fulfillment is not ever found when we assert ourselves. It's only found when we make a gift of ourselves. 
And this, I think, is really key to understanding why it is that we can do more when we love more. Whenever we assert our will in the world, we do so out of a certain insecurity, out of a certain drive to try to be like God apart from God, and we end up being grabby, and we end up trying to uh, trying to take control for ourselves, and it's always ultimately frustrating that when we are really empowered, when we're really on our A game, when we're really accomplishing things, it's because we are making a gift of ourselves. And that is a deep and true reality of, uh, at the core of, of what love is. So think about that this week. Think about ways that whether it's in your your deep family relationships or even the way that you uh, pr- practice fraternal love in, um, I don't know, even your work environment, are, are you self-assertive or do you give yourself? And if you give yourself, you're going to be better at, at everything, everything from family relationships to how it is that you, how you put yourself out there in your, in your work, how it is that, that you most fundamentally are in your relationship with God, all of it, give and not assert. Okay. Not that assertive is a bad thing. It's just that it can get twisted pretty quickly if it's not really about giving ourselves. Okay. Number two, don't use. This is a a big principle of love. Love ceases to be love when we use, when we want to be with somebody more than we want what's good for them. We end up using them because we say, you are are good for me and um, I'm going to figure out a way to get you to me so that I can feel good about myself. Um, it's a, a little exercise you could use to tell how good a love song is, is how many times the word I is used versus how many times the word you is used. And if there's a lot of I, 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 me, 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 there's probably a bit of a problem. Probably some use has crept into that relationship. So think about that today as well. If you want to do more because you love more, make sure that you're not using others. And this can be true, of course, in the romantic sphere. And it's uh, definitely a thing to, to look at to ensure that relationships are, are pure and that the virtue of chastity is happening. But it's also a, a, a metric for real friendship and a metric for health and family life and a metric for how it is that, that we ought to worship God as God. And, and not just, you know, of course, we, we always need God, but do we worship God as God? Have we surrendered to God and um, just love him for who he is? That's the highest form of prayer. And the third thing about love is that love is always an act of, of surrender. But I want to start with this. It's, it, love starts with a surrender to God the Father. And the, the greatest acts of love ever made are, are two sets of words. This is my body given up for you, and be it done unto me according to thy word. And we find in this posture of being able to say to God that we offer ourselves completely to him, as our Lord did and as our lady did. If we can do that first, then what's going to happen to all of our other human relationships is that they'll be filled up with love. Because once we make that act of love to God, we're able to receive fully the love that he wants to pour into us from all of eternity. And uh, then we have something to give to the rest of our relationships. So on the Feast of St. Scholastica and beyond, you're listening Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, getting ready for that Feast of St. Valentine's Day. If you're interested in, in real love, in doing more because you love more, then learn to make a gift of yourself and don't use other people and make an offering of total surrender to God the Father. And then um, your Valentine can be more than 
just like a box of chocolates or something like that. It can be a total gift of self, which we were made to uh, made to give to, to God and made to love others as, as Christ loved us. And so uh, have a good week and take a step forward.